Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 4, The Last of the Starks. We open upon the body of Jorah Mormont, a fallen hero now knelt over by the grieving queen he died to save. A sorrowful Daenerys crouches low to kiss his cheek and then whispers something unheard into her loyal knight's ear. Nearby, Sansa weeps over the body of Theon. She pulls her pin bearing the Stark Wolf sigil and places it upon him in a final act of Theon's restoration as a member of the Stark family. In the snow outside Winterfell's gates, the survivors stand before dozens of funeral pyres heavy with the bodies of those fallen in the Battle of Winterfell. John makes a heartfelt speech in memory of their brothers and sisters who died so that others may live, declaring them the shields that guarded the realms of men. Torches are carried to the pyres, the fires are lit and the bodies burned. Later inside the walls of Winterfell, a rowdy feast is underway. Gendry notices Arya's absence and asks the Hound if he's seen her. As he leaves to find her, he's stopped by Daenerys. She bestows him with the title Lord Gendry Baratheon of Storm's End, a move that is celebrated with raised cups and cheers from everyone. Tyrion states to Daenerys she now has a lord at Storm's End who will be forever loyal. She points out to him that he's not the only one who's clever. Elsewhere at the feast, Davos tells Tyrion he never got the chance to kill Melisandre as she instead killed herself, or at least her god did. He continues to stew over the fact that they've won the Lord of Light's war, but he's nowhere to be seen. Tyrion then talks with Bran. He notes that Bran's knowledge will be useful in his role as Lord of Winterfell. However, never the ray of sunshine, Bran tells him he's not Lord of Winterfell, doesn't really want it, as he doesn't really want for anything anymore. <sighs> Tyrion says he envies him, but is told he shouldn't, as Bran mostly lives in the past now, a bit like a Tory. Alcohol flows freely, as Jon is challenged by Tormund to neck a horn of drink in celebration of their victory. Tormund raises his own drink in a toast to the Dragon Queen. Daenerys then raises a toast to Arya, the hero of Winterfell. The room erupts into cheers and the chugging of ale. Sansa, meanwhile, casts yet another side glance at Daenerys before leaving the party. She might have seen the coffee cup. Tyrion sits with Jamie, Brienne and Podrick as his drinking game of truth and lies gets a long overdue airing. Every time someone makes a declaration that is true about the other person, the other person must drink. The questions begin in a light-hearted manner and Brienne dutifully swigs. 
Tormund is getting excited again as he waxes lyrical about his man crush, John riding dragons and coming back from the dead to fight again. Daenerys looks on with obvious concern at the love and esteem everyone has for her still secret nephew. She then watches the Lannister boys laughing and joking and seemingly feels suddenly alone in a very crowded room. She stands to leave, walking past an equally concerned Varys. Back at the drinking game, Tyrion offends Brienne by stating she's still a virgin. She leaves and is swiftly followed by Jaime, much to the disappointment of Tormund. <laughs> Sansa sits with the Hound. He tells her had she left King's Landing with him years earlier, she wouldn't have suffered the way she has. But she replies saying had she not gone through all those things at the hands of Littlefinger and Ramsay, she would still be the same little bird she was back then. Outside, Gendry finally finds Arya practising her archery skills away from the celebration. Take a day off. He announces he's been made Lord of Storm's End and then drops to one knee and clumsily proposes to her. Arya kisses him before declaring he'll be a wonderful lord, but she's not a lady, and never has been, and leaves Gendry broken-hearted. Jamie visits Brienne in her room, comments how hot it is before beginning to undress. He then moves to unfasten her shirt. Eventually they both get naked, and in a turn-up for the books, something goes bump in the night. Mm. Quite literally. In another room, John and Daenerys look like they're also about to get close when John pulls away. The knowledge of his true self is causing issues in their relationship. Daenerys shares her concerns over how the people love John but not her. She desperately tells him to tell nobody about his true identity and to get Sam and Bran to swear to do the same. John replies that he must tell Sansa and Arya, but Daenerys says Sansa will want him on the Iron Throne instead of her and that the truth will destroy them. She begs him to keep the secret, warning him that it's the only way the families can live together. Later in the war room, strategy is in the air. Grey Worm states half the Unsullied are gone. John says the Northmen are gone too. Daenerys states her intention to hit Cersei hard, ripping her out root and stem. However, her tactics are met with disapproval from Tyrion, who wants to save the city from destruction. A new plan is drawn with the intention of starving the city until the people realise that Cersei is their only enemy. Sansa declares the men need rest after the recent battle with the dead. Daenerys doesn't take this news well, and the two lock horns yet again. Jon steps in and says that whatever Daenerys commands, the North will obey. It's decided that Jon and Davos will ride south with an army, whilst a smaller group will sail to Dragonstone with Daenerys and the dragons. It's also announced that Jaime will stay at Winterfell as a guest, cue a sheepishly smiling Brienne. Before they leave, Arya and Sansa say they need a word with Jon. In the Godswood, accompanied by Bran, they tell Jon that they just don't trust Daenerys. They say the four of them are the last of the Starks and should stick together. When Arya steps forward announcing he's her brother, not her half or bastard brother, John looks to Bran, who says it's John's choice. Yeah, cheers, mate. John tells his sisters he has something to tell them, but they must swear not to breathe a word to anyone else. He then puts it on Bran to break the news that John is actually Aegon Targaryen. Back at you, fella. Inside, as Tyrion tries to get some juicy details from Jamie about Brienne, they're interrupted by an old friend. It's Bronn, ominously armed with Joffrey's crossbow. After punching Tyrion in the face, Bronn tells them of his deal with Cersei to kill them both in exchange for Riverrun, but that he has doubts she'll survive the conflict. In exchange for their lives, Tyrion strikes a new improved deal, offering Bronn Highgarden's payment after the war should they win. Bronn accepts the offer and leaves, telling them he'll find them after the war is over. The following morning, the Hound rides out of Winterfell bound for King's Landing. He curses as he's joined by Arya. They pass some pleasantries, say how they've both unfinished business in the capital and that neither have plans to return to Winterfell. Then the veteran duo of one of the greatest road trips of all time set out on the road again. Hooray!
Sansa is joined by Tyrion on the walls of Winterfell. She questions him about Daenerys' suitability as queen. Tyrion tells her she just wants to make the world a better place and that he believes in her. However, Sansa asks him, what if there was someone better than her? Secrets don't fare too well in Winterfell, do they? In the courtyard, there are fond farewells underway. Tormund and Jon share a moment before they head their separate ways. Tormund is to take the free folk back through Castle Black to the north. Jon asks him to take his direwolf ghost with him. Sam and Gilly then come to say their goodbyes to Jon. He notices that Gilly is pregnant and is told if they have a boy, they'll name him Jon, to which Jon answers that he hopes it's a girl. They'll still name it Jon. Sam and Jon hug and declare they're the best friends each has ever had. As he walks away, Jon casts a final sad glance to Ghost and rides away from Winterfell. Daenerys' fleet is on the water and fast approaching Dragonstone. Below decks, Tyrion and Varys discuss the situation about Jon's true identity. Varys states the news will travel quickly now. Tyrion suggests a marriage between Jon and Daenerys could be a solution, but is told it's too unconventional as their auntie and nephew. Fair enough. Varys highlights that Daenerys will not want to share the throne and that he's worried about her mental state. In the sky overhead, Daenerys rides Drogon alongside Rhaegal as they soar towards Dragonstone. A sudden bolt from the blue shakes Daenerys to her core. Rhaegal is struck in the chest by a huge crossbow bolt and begins to struggle and cry out. A second bolt catches the dragon's wing and a third plunges straight through its neck, bringing the dragon crashing from the sky into the sea below. Another bolt narrowly misses Daenerys, and from around the point sailed a fleet of Euron Greyjoy with the grinning lunatic himself sat at the trigger of an oversized mounted crossbow. Furious, Daenerys screams as she drives Drogon towards the fleet, only to be forced away at the last moment under another avalanche of bolts. Euron sets its sight upon Daenerys' ships and lets rip. Bolts tear through the vessels, shredding their timber. Under the barrage, Tyrion makes a desperate bid for escape and leaps into the water. As he surfaces, the huge mast seems to crash down upon him. We pick things up on the beach of Dragonstone. Varys coughs up a substantial amount of the sea and Tyrion gasps for breath. Behind them, a frantic Grey Worm calls out desperately as he searches for Missandei, running back in the sea as he looks for her. In King's Landing, we finally catch up with Cersei. Euron brings news of his successful attack and the death of one dragon. Cersei tells him that when the war is won, their child will rule both the land and the sea. This statement delights Euron. He tells her that Daenerys is coming for her. But Cersei then orders the gates of the Red Keep to be left open for her people to enter for safety, also noting that if Daenerys attacks, she'll have to kill thousands of innocent people in the process. As she leaves, she walks past her newly chained prisoner, Missandei. In Dragonstone, Grey Worm tells Daenerys that they will storm the city and kill her enemies for her. However, Varys says this is a terrible idea. He points out that thousands of innocents will die and that these are the people she vowed to protect. Daenerys says she's there to rid the world of tyrants and she'll follow this destiny regardless of the cost. Tyrion suggests demanding Cersei surrender. Despite believing this to be hopeless, Daenerys agrees so at least the people can see she tried. Later, Varys and Tyrion again discuss the situation. This time Varys suggests that perhaps Jon would be the better ruler and Tyrion, despite his best efforts, has difficulty arguing against the idea. He despairingly asks Varys not to act against Daenerys, but Varys answers that they both have a choice to make and prays that they choose wisely. Back in Winterfell, Jaime's told of Euron's attack and the loss of the dragon, ships and men. Later that night, he dresses and leaves a sleeping Brienne in bed. She catches him as he prepares his horse outside. Pleading with him through tears to stay with her, Jaime tells her of the things he has done for his sister. Pushing Bran from a tower, 
strangling his cousin to get back to Cersei, not strictly true actually, and how he would have murdered everyone in River Run for her. He tells her he's not a good man, he's a hateful man. He then rides away from a weeping Brienne. Outside the gates of King's Landing, Daenerys, Tyrion, Varys and a small band of Unsullied led by Grey Worm are in town to demand Cersei's surrender. As the gates open, Kyburn walks out and Tyrion meets him. He tells Kyburn the demands, to which he responds by announcing that should Daenerys not surrender, Missandei will die today. Tyrion seeks a solution that will save the city and its people, but Kyburn refuses to listen, so Tyrion strides past him mid-flow to speak directly to his sister. From the top of the King's Landing walls, Cersei commands her archers to lower their bows. Tyrion attempts to appeal to Cersei. He tells her she's not a monster, that she's always loved her children above all else, and begs her to surrender for the sake of her unborn baby. Despite momentarily appearing moved, Cersei quickly steals herself, moves to Missandei, and tells her to choose her last words. <laughs> Missandei looks out at Grey Worm, and in a final act of love and bold defiance, announced Dracarys. Cersei turns to the mountain, who unsheathes his sword and beheads her to the utter horror of Grey Worm. With Missandei's body in the dirt below, Daenerys, eyes burning fury, turns and walks away. Brace yourself, people. This is going to get bloody. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. If you know someone who needs to get up to speed with Thrones, just send them our way. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback, if I pronounced the name wrong, I hope I haven't. Or ideas for a show that we should be covering. We'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know. There may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.